Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Crash is going to join us. I was at lunch with him the other day yeah. at uh, the Reds launch. Right, yes. it was a good day. Phil War spoke, and uh, we you know we heard from Les Kiss with you know, the promise of good things to come for the mighty Reds. They've got the Tars this weekend. Crash, good morning to you. Good morning, Patton Hills. Yeah, it was it was lovely, wasn't it? And uh, the uh, I just sense good things ahead for the Reds this year. And their old mate Jim Tucker's their new media manager, and uh, yes, I. <laughs> I think he's one of the shrewdest uh, people I've ever met. So I think that's uh, there's a, there's a great signing right there off field. And the front office does matter, guys, as, as you know. Well, you know, hopefully he'll be much more aware of trotting them out, getting them out and about and meeting fans and talking to, you know, organisations like us because we don't know them. We're flat out uh, hearing from anyone but Tate McDermott. So let, yep. let's... Yeah, it- Let's get him out, Jim. Very good point, Hills, and I know he's going to address that. Like he, he he's big on, you know, you so, uh, you if in doubt, spit it out, tell your story, and and you know, being a journo too, he doesn't mind a bit of controversy, like in terms of like officials sometimes get in all the lather about it. But hey, guess what? Rugby league sells because it's a bushfire that never stops burning. You yeah, know? exactly right. Hey, um, now, your beautiful piece today, uh, quoting AB about Mike Proctor. I wanted to talk to you firstly about that. We've got a, we've got a stack of subjects that we can chat about, but um, this was a guy that was just undersold at test level because of apartheid, wasn't it? We just didn't get to see him at the highest level. Well, incredible, Paddy, isn't it? You know, a, a, a fast bowler who bowled like the wind off the wrong foot with an awkward action, these big hooping in-swingers, and a batsman who could hit a ball from, from here to the Gold Coast. You know, it would have been a T20 sensation. But when the apartheid band started, he'd played seven tests, all against Australia, and had taken 41 wickets at yeah. 15. And, and I had to ring up Alan Border because Alan Border played league cricket in Gloucestershire when Mike Proctor was the king of Gloucestershire. And A.B. Hills, you know this, he doesn't wax on about his heroes, but I know this. He's always loved Mike Proctor. And, he, and whenever you're talking about great players, he always says, and of course, Mike Proctor. And so I just thought I, my mission yesterday was to speak to him, and he spoke so beautifully, saying, he said, look, I think he would have ended up with a better record than me and both of them. He said, just, he said, just a sight of him, you know, really impressive looking guy, Proctor, blonde hair, bit of a swagger, you know, bouncy run up. And, and it, it was just a, the great sadness of it is that South Africa's test match numbers start after apartheid. So yeah. technically, in their country, he doesn't exist. 
And for for those that don't know apartheid uh, crasher, uh, seventy one to ninety two were the years yes. where they weren't allowed to play outside their own country. That's right. And so, sure, they were big in their own country and, you know, playing for... He, he was raised in Durban, a few streets away from the great Barry Richards. Can you believe that? <laughs> Two guys like that uh, being raised in the same suburb and they were teammates all the way through and, and had some very poignant moments. And I'll give you one. When they were playing in the South African Under-19 squad, they landed at, at Gatwick in England and caught a bus to the hotel and Mike Proctor spotted a white man sweeping the streets. And he, said, and he nudged Barry in the ribs and said, have a look at that. Now they thought something's wrong in either our world or their world. Mm. What is it? And, and that was the first flag to him that the, the apartheid just wasn't right, that the b- black man leading an inferior life, like which, which he'd grown up with and he'd never questioned and was part of their society. But it was that sight of, of the, the white man sweeping the streets that thought, hang on, you know, is, is there is there a fine at home? And, and so... Yeah, it was. He had an interesting life's journey. Mm. I, I told the story just recently about Procky bowling for Gloucester around the wicket and to Barry Richards for Hampshire. Can you remember that? Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, 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 look, they, they had. I do remember that day. Uh, there's a photo in Barry's book of them having a gladiatorial contest, yes. and then the photo had Barry offering Mike a piece of chewing gum at the end of the over. Like he said, if he said, are you got a chewy? Yeah, I've got one. Stopping <laughs> a chewy in the middle of the pitch. Here's Barry around no, the did, wicket, angle, big angle across the right hand, swinging it back in, and leg cutter away. It was unbelievable oh, bowling. God, I just. Well, Hills, it's funny. I can, as you as you were just, as you were describing that, I was picturing it in my mind. I can almost see it, and uh, it took me back to what what Alan Border said yesterday to, about Kepler vessels. And you know, Kepler, he's quite begrudging of praise of bowlers. You know, he said, "Oh, yeah, it goes right, it goes right." He said, "When as a left-hander, when you were facing Mike Proctor's <laughs> away swingers, that big late who he said it was a nightmare. He said yeah. you honestly wish you'd have stayed in the pavilion." And I've never heard Kepler say that about anyone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did you watch a bit of footy over the weekend? Yeah, yeah, I did. And look, I'm just looking for signs. Uh, I, I was interested in Selwyn Cobbo playing centre, and I'll bounce a theory off you two boys that I heard, and I'm. I'm People will think he'll make a good centre. A mate of mine who's involved in recruitment in rugby league said centre's an overrated position. He said, you just put them on the field and they can just do a job tackling and running. He said, but, and I disputed that. I said, watch, because I, I love the glory of Mel Meninga and players like that, Gene Miles. And he said, yeah, but mate, name me the centres that are on big money. And I could only come up with Valentine Holmes. And he said, <laughs> who are the superstar centres? And I'm going, oh, oh, you know, and, and I, I, he sort of got me in the argument, Paddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, in other words, this 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 position that Selwyn Cobbo is playing as centre, I'm it's important, and he should be able to do it. But yeah, it struck me that the centres that they I would have thought the centres would have been on the big money because over the years they've been the glamorous players. We think of Reg Gasnier and yep. Mal and players like that. Your own Chris Johns from Hoppy's Car Wash. <laughs> but I I think. Paddy, I think he's got me. I, 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 I reckon you're coming, 
Well, no less a judge than our dual international, Matty Rogers. We had him on the show the other day. He said, provided you get your defensive reads right in the centres, he said it's probably the easiest position to play on the field. He said, you're not one of the back three who are just, you know, taking these high balls and getting smashed mercilessly. Uh, and he said, you know, you can roam around and create a bit of space and, you know, play a little bit Latrell-like, even though Latrell's at the back. And uh, he, he's predicting big things for me. But, yes, you're probably right. Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, I thought uh, the Titans looked okay. They looked fit under Des Hasler. They're always going to be fit, but their qu- big question is, can they hang on to the rhythms of a game? You know, we all know they can score a dazzling try. We get that, but can Hasler find the fibre within? You know that fighting spirit that that gets you over the line in tight games, which they've never had, and and, and so. I just ignore their trial former, you know, um, yeah, promising, whatever, that's fine. The Dolphins, to me, Farnworth scored an early try. Gee, I think he's a good buyer. Hey, one of the jobs I have to do at the Corey Mail on a Sunday is choose the team of the week. So yep. I go to the stats as soon as I get to the office every Sunday. There he is again, uh, Herbie Farnworth, 155 metres, just his routine. You know, he just really... So consistent, and I yep. think they've bought a four-square performer. Yeah, yeah I agree. Definitely. One of the buyers of the season. Well, and was there much competition for him, Paddy? Can you remember? Or was it just a simple, I'm leaving and going to the Dolphins? We can't afford him, can't keep him, and Dolphins got him. Well, yeah, look, yeah. money would have come into it. Obviously, Bronx are trying to, you know, the, at that stage, the Bronx still hadn't done their final deals with the Mams of the world, mm. Carrigan's Haas, you know, Reese Waltz. They knew that these were all coming up. Yes. Um, and I, look, they would have had him high on their priority list, but uh, I think when Wayne Bennett came knocking, it was, uh, it was. You know, yeah. And it could stay in the Easy. same area yeah. and all that sort of thing. There are, there are a lot of pluses for it, plus a chance to have a year under the super coach. I, I read about Jalen DeGroote too. Uh, Crash, did you notice him in the Titans? Yeah, just uh, good, good discovery. And they've got a, about three or four young kids who are just coming through their ranks who I think will be really good from this season, including, and I think we'll see the best of Jaden Campbell again this year. So, um, but what, just what you just to get back to a minute on Farmworth, I remember hearing. I think the Broncos offer him might have been somewhere between five hundred and five fifty, yeah. and the Dolphins were more than a hundred grand above that. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a fierce bidding war, and it's funny his reputation since he signed has really gone up. Yes, so they've loved the signing the Dolphins, and uh, he's a good club man too. He played some from stuff for the North Devils. Um, on his way through, and he's been known to regularly t- turn up to, to support them. And he puts his Norse T-shirt on. Yeah. Like just, just it's a small thing, but it's a big thing. I know you're a great club man, heels for Norse in cricket. Like that's the sort of thing. It says something about the guy. Yeah, they got good shirts too. <laughs> they, were, they were down at Burley last year. <laughs> oh, you're a big merch Very man. You merch. love your merch, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. you? <laughs> because um, uh, Crutcher, Michael Crutcher, is their president, isn't he? North he Devils. is, and yeah. uh, doing doing a great job. Like he uh, really invests himself in it. The former Corey Malaleta, right. who, and, and he loves it. He actually told me that story, and so yeah, yeah, he told me that story about Herbie Farmworth. Like just yes, very popular down there, and turns up no frills, just sits there quietly. But where, where's his North shirt? And so uh, I just think that they've uh, when 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 they, they lost him the Broncos initially, they went no, well you can't keep more, but. 
by the end of the season, that narrative had slightly changed. And he had a little nudge at the Broncos, didn't he, on stage at the Not <laughs> presentation night where well, Kevin interviewed him and he finished up by saying, go Finns. Well, <laughs> Finns up or something. Yeah, as you know, the Bronx hate mentioning the Dolphins, don't they? Even Kevin said it on stage at yeah, their I launch did. the other night. You know, the, you know, oh, that other mob. And, oh, yeah, we're, they're, well, they're not even in Brisbane. They're at Redcliffe and all that sort of thing. So they make a point of it. But, yeah, Herbie jumped on stage for his farewell and just his last words were Finns up. <laughs> there was a very, very awkward <laughs> silence among the front tables amongst the power brokers. Hey, very quickly, <laughs> uh, we're getting close to the news. As usual, you've been overly generous with your time. Give us your take on Vegas. They're not far away from jumping on the plane. Um, I think in a funny sort of way, the, the blue between Reynolds and Carrigan might work out to be a bonus for the for the. Uh, for the whole thing, because it puts everyone on notice. You do one thing wrong, you're home. Uh, I think they'll get just over half fill the stadium, and that'll be not a bad result, you know, over there. How many crowds of 30,000 do we get to league in Australia? And I think that the big thing I love is trying to recruit NFL players for the rugby league in Australia. That can work. You've only got to get two or three of them, yeah. and it will enrich the competition in the way Mason Cox from Collingwood has enriched yeah. the AFL. Go hard, get them here. Yep. And uh, you'd be interested to know that Hideki has gone to the league. He's got three shots. He's nine under today through 17. It's, this is a hell of a round of golf in an event that's worth $30 million and $6 million to the winner. Hideki Matsuama now leads by three. It's uh, his mm. to lose, and he's striding up 18 <laughs> in that bright yellow shirt. Yeah, Crash. with Lexus all over it. <laughs> he's going to win the Genesis. <laughs> the Genesis invitation, yeah. Crash, always wonderful to chat. Thank you, mate. Great to catch up on Friday at the Reds launch. Uh, <laughs> we'll chat. Thanks, Crash. Uh, my absolute pleasure, guys. Thank you. See you.